Hello, this is the Jay Did It podcast, a story told week by week. I'm the white girl that likes Christmas, and welcome to our podcast. <clears throat> so, alrighty, guys. So today we have two interviews from Jay that were recorded in one of his testimonies. This is the second testimony that he gave during trial. Now, in the beginning, we see that the first interview that Jay had given us. Uh, the first time was 11.45. He said that Adnan arrived at Jay's house, and then they proceeded to go to Westview Mall. Here, we can see that Adnan had told Jay that he was going to kill Hay. But later in Jay's second testimony, he says that they went to the security square mall, and then, same story, Adnan had told Jay that he was going to kill Hay. Now, this is kind of a big swap um, because these two malls are very far apart and they have very different names. Also, in both of these interviews, the timeline seems kind of messy and all over the place, and Jay doesn't really have a lot of alibis. Um, but later on in his actual testimony that he presented for the trial, we could see lots of times that he did not include in his first or second interview. It seems that the state is coaching him to have more alibis and therefore witnesses to have his um, testimony be more... Uh, more credible. Now, we can see that this is kind of corrupt in that they are trying to frame Adnan and making their prime um, suspect ev uh, make it their evidence seem better. Now, there are a lot of inconsistencies in this um, timeline from Jay's second interview. Um, well, from 12.45 to 1.15, uh, Jay says that he drops Adnan off at, off at school and then keeps Adnan's phone and car. But then he's, um, Ad and then, um, Jay says that he goes to Jen's house and plays video games with her brother. Um, and it just goes on and we were looking at a map. And the school and Jen's house are pretty far away, and it's not likely that he could have gotten to Jen's house in five minutes. Um, you would have to count for the traffic and also if he was speeding or not. It, let's say that he was speeding and traffic was low. You couldn't make it in five minutes even in that mile radius. Now, Jay picking up Adnan and leaving him at the school for track practice, that is more likable because the school and the mall aren't very far apart. Okay, now among the pieces of evidence that don't really add up, in Jay's first timeline that he told us from his first interview, he said that Adnan had called him so that he could pick him up from track practice and this was at 6:45. but then later on in his second uh, interview we get a 6 p.m call from adnan saying to picking up pick him up from track practice now this is almost an hour difference now i believe the police and the state were coaching him in order to have a more coherent timeline so that Jay could be seen as um, there was no faults uh, in his story. Now, this makes it seem really bad for Adnan because, one, it seems that 
time that was unaccounted for could have been the time that he had done something to Hay's body. And also, that time could also be in which where Jay had disposed of the car. Now, we find on the map that Hay's car is not too far off from where Jen's house was. So in that amount of time that Adnan was in um, track practice, Jay could have disposed the car, and that's why he knew exactly where Hay's car was when the police asked for it. Jay has also been known to lie a lot. Um, His friends do say that he is a pathological liar, and... Most of the times that he is telling the truth, it's mostly unbelievable. Like, they don't believe him. And so, Jay could be stretching the truth, but... A major issue presented by Cyril is the corruption of the police department. And that is whenever they lost the important piece of evidence for Adnan's case, and that the state is possibly... and most likely coaching Jay into um, what he should be saying for um, his testimony. So we have right to believe that the police is corrupt because... Um, Because we have data from that current time that says um, the document that we're looking at is called the Police Integrity Laws, a study of law enforcement officers arrested. Um, Throughout this whole entire document, it talks about how police would plant evidence on uh, suspects so that they could get the arrest, even though they don't have enough data collected to say that, yes, this person did it. In in Adnan's case, this is kind of what it seems like. There's not really a lot of evidence supporting that he did kill Jay or, or, sorry, killed Hay or um, that he... There's evidence that he might have done something, but there was no evidence that he killed her. And the only piece of hard evidence that the state really has against Adnan is Jay. And that's why possibly they are coaching him and telling him what to say to make him look more um, credible. Alrighty, so continuation of the study that was uh, found by Mr. Philip Stinson from, he has a PhD. Um, basically, the case study says that integrity has been lost among the police enforcement and among officers. Now, this isn't saying that every officer is corrupt and every department is corrupt. This is more focusing on how the corrupt officers in these task forces are hurting the reputation of their peers. Now, um, in the case study, it says that um, some officers know that the... Um, defendant is guilty and will do whatever is necessary to charge them. That includes anything from planting evidence to destroying evidence that makes it uh, clear that they were not involved in the case.